0: Hello and welcome to Business Line Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research bureau. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I'm Venkat Subramanian and I have my colleague Kumar Shankar Roy with me. Hi Kumar.
1: Hi Venkat, how's it going?
0: It's good. It's been a gloomy couple of weeks uh, for India Inc., True. For the, India's IT capital, yeah, We had the unfortunate death of Sirasmus in a tragic road accident. And the reports say he didn't wear his seatbelt while traveling. Mm. The other news, of course, was India's IT capital, Bangalore, being submerged, overwhelmed by floods, with villas uh, facing floods, cars being submerged, livelihoods being affected, and so on. Yeah, very true. Uh, these are two separate incidents, but one common issue that we have here is of losses to vehicles. Mm. These are very common. So we had a, a big crash in Cirrus Mistry's case, and in Bangalore's uh, flooding cases, we have had cars floating on the road in in office parking lots, in residential parking lots, or even getting stuck in deep waters in the middle of the road, and so on. Yeah. So so that brings us to you know the, a particular question on. How motor insurance companies service such claims? Do they honor such claims? what should car owners do to have get good claim experiences and not mm-hmm. uh, what they should be doing when cars are stuck in water and what should they do to have, uh, ensure that they don't have to pay too much out of their own pockets. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we'll be discussing as a common thread to uh, both this Erasmus 3 case and Bangor's ID flooding.
1: Yes. Uh, for listeners, Venkat has written an article in BL Portfolio On the same subject where he has gone into greater detail. You can read that article in print this Sunday, which is 11 September. Venkat cutting to the chase of this Cyrus Mistry case especially. So in cases where seatbelts are not worn by the passengers, are these cases not honored by insurance companies? What intel do you have on this? The first point we should actually notice ironically
0: Indian laws actually mandate wearing of seat belts even for those sitting in the rear seat so okay. it's actually mandatory and in fact there's supposed to be a fine of uh, rupees thousand for anyone who isn't wearing and stuff but in India other than the driver or in, some yeah, cases, in the rear yeah, the seat passengers it, yeah, yeah true. N- nobody true. cares to wear the seat belt Very true. but be that as it may, Mm. insurance companies do not have uh, in their motor insurance policies they do not have exclusive clauses or or you know clauses that say that claims would be rejected mm. in case a person is not wearing a, a seat belt Mm. After all, you know, insurance companies exist because there are human errors, there are errors in judgment, not in a wanted sense. I mean, it's, it's just that it's just negligence, um, not wanted negligence, not okay. sabotage, not negligence and stuff. So a comprehensive policy, that is to say, uh, you have two kinds of policies in vehicle insurance. One, mm. your own damage uh, vehicle, uh, because of your own uh, errors in judgment and mistakes that you do, the car suffers the OD, OD cover, that,
1: nah? that, that 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 The OD cover. That
0: is the OD cover. That is the own damage cover. There's a third mm. party cover. So God forbid you go, you know, damage somebody else's property or worse, you run over somebody or you mm-hmm. hurt somebody accidentally. The person has nothing to do with you or your car or anything. Therefore, he's called a third party. So okay. a comprehensive insurance policy covers both these uh, damages. Okay. And in case of accidental death, those claims are settled, even if uh, seat belts aren't worn. So as with the Sinasmus 3 case and in any other similar uh, happening, you can rest assured that uh, at least uh, the claims won't be dishonored or something. Mm. They will be paid. Of course, the seatbelt uh, aspect is one point. But mm. if, for example, the vehicle owner uh, or the driver is drunk and mm. the passenger actually knows that the person is drunk and is still traveling, Hmm. Right. There's no then. There's there's absolute certainty that the claim would be rejected because repeatedly we have seen courts also rejecting any claims from alcoholics driving uh, uh, vehicles or anyone under the influence of alcohol actually driving cars hmm. uh, and uh, and committing accidents or. You know, facing other problems, they will not, no insurance company will pay their dues. The second point is being overloaded. So, if in the serious mystery case, there were only four people, and so therefore, yeah. there is no overloading in that case. Mm. We in India uh, are known to, you know, load as many people as yeah, that yeah. can actually true, accommodate, which is not right. So, let's in a car that allows only four or five people as, at the most, you have eight people actually crammed mm. in or 10 mm-hmm. people crammed in, yes. and then the vehicle faces an accident. You could actually have the insurance company completely rejecting the claim or giving you only a small portion more often than not it's rejected because it's a clear case of uh, you know uh, wanted negligence therefore you can't fight your case saying that i need my compensation and so on the third aspect which is less known is cars are registered in individual names and we drive it for our own private purposes but you have your own car and you let it out let's say for commercial purposes and then the person who drove the car overloaded or uh, you actually run a ferry or a taxi service using Mm. your uh, your car without uh, actually being registered for such a purpose and Mm. an accident uh, happens uh, the the insurance company will will reject the claim uh, uh, immediately and they will not pay you any uh, of course there are other reasons for not honoring. I mean, you will have cases where there are frauds and others so on, but mm-hmm. these are cases where you should be uh, clear that your uh, claims will not be honored. Of course, seatbelt is minor error and therefore the insurance company will not frown upon it.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. One thing is good that one small negligent act, unless it's like, as you said, uh, driving drunk and all, uh, it's not really, I mean, one negligent act is not held against the person. When, get this past week uh, has been, I mean, Obviously, a bit tragic for many in Bangalore as well. It's a city that where you also live. So houses were flooded, cars were floating in the waters. And uh, during monsoons or I mean, this kind of waterlogging or flooding, what kind of precautions or steps should car owners kind of do or should they ensure so that their motor insurance claims are at least paid? Because, you know, on one side, we don't have any control on how much rain and where this water will go. So the only monitorable or only thing that is in our control is to, from our side, make sure that at least our claims are honored. So tell our listeners about some steps or things that they can do.
0: That's a very pertinent question. So we have a couple of scenarios. One that Mm. you take your car out during flooding because there is an, you, you have to, because either you have to get something or there is an emergency at home and you actually had to take your vehicle out, your car out during the rains. And mm. you find the car gets stuck in a flood or in a in a huge pothole or something because of which it's it stops. Or you mm. could have a case where you're just uh, you know you're away from your place or even in your place if there is there are heavy rains. Mm. Uh, the rains are so bad that entire parking lots uh, get uh, flooded. Flooded. Or you could have parked your car in your uh, in your office parking lot and still found that the car was submerged. Yes. These are scenarios where these are beyond your control. Th- those are a couple of scenarios that you will actually face. The mm. first thing, of course, you must do, especially when your car is in water, I mean, mm. you are in deep water, mm. is that you should never attempt to start it. Okay. So very, very often, we just want to get away from the thing and therefore we hope that we can you know ride the car for a few hundred meters and uh, take it down to safety uh, yeah yeah things. true very true you should never attempt to do that because that is considered okay. willful negligence by insurers. Mm. there is absolute certainty that the insurance claim will not be honored in case the car is uh, started in submerged waters okay so the simple reason being that there are a couple of technical things here you mm. know just that when you switch try to switch your car on when it's submerged in water mm. it causes considerable damage to the ignition system to oh. the pistons okay cylinders, Plus, yes. plus, your vehicle's fuel systems could also be damaged. Your electrical parts could be damaged uh, mm. considerably. Mm. So, and you'll have a scenario where petrol or your other your fuel and water is actually mixed together, and the uh, the engine oh, would be completely damaged. Completely and we damaged. know engine is the is the most this is the costliest part. Uh, In the car and insurers are quite cagey about, uh, you know, being careful about honoring claims. So, Mm -hmm. and therefore, if such a thing happens, the first thing you should do is to never attempt to start your car when it's flooded. Mm. What you should do, you know that your car is going to be considerably damaged. That The next good thing to do is to call your insurer immediately, Mm. inform that it's submerged in water and therefore uh, you will require help. Mm. More often than not, the insurers immediately arrange for a tow facility. If there are too many cars that are actually flooded in that uh, locality, you will find that there will be some, uh, the insurer will take some time for, uh, you know, sending your tow truck or, because there are many people seeking help. uh, Yes, true,
1: true,
0: true. But it's it's always good to wait for the tow truck to actually pull your car to safety Mm. or take it to the garage. Mm. The next thing is to wait for the surveyor and for uh, him or her to come and make the assessment. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, you can actually take pictures of the car uh, and, uh, and most insurers also have their own app for claims. Mm. Yes, yes, correct. So you can upload these pictures as evidence. I mean, that mm. you haven't tampered with when you're making a genuine case for you. So mm. you can show it mm. to the surveyor. The surveyor will also take a look at your car and assess the damages. Mm. That's the best way to go about things. Mm. And uh, in your hurry to get your car uh, up and running, you should also not. And even if it doesn't require, for example, uh, towing. Mm. You can, uh, and, uh, by luck, you just, your car just broke down very near uh, your neighborhood mechanics uh, workshop. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, true. Or you could just push it to safety. Don't try to get it repaired in an unauthorized garage because you know okay. your neighborhood friendly mechanic would actually say that I can do it for half the rate that someone else does. Hmm. If it's not a garage that's authorized or a workshop or a or a service company that's not authorized by your insurer, the insurance company will not honor any charges that you incur from unauthorized garages. So you should wait for the surveyor to make the damage, then actually take it to the authorized garage and ensure that the repair is done. Very often, it can be done in a cashless way. Your insurer will settle with the workshop directly. Directly. So your intervention Uh, may not be required. Okay. Only uh, s- some uh, bare essential uh, costs that you may have to incur from uh, mm. uh, in your own pocket. It'll be only a small amount. Mm. So uh, the, uh, because the costs are low in a nearby garage, please don't yeah, try to get your car in that garage. So just to save on cost, because you'll end up uh, you'll not get up, you'll get any compensation. Besides, your car uh, with unauthorized spare parts being used or replaced. The mm. car could face further damage and future claims could be affected also if you uh, you know if there are problems so therefore these are steps to clearly avoid and there are steps to take and there are steps to avoid uh, during this flooding to ensure that uh, you know your claims are taken care
1: of hope listeners have really taken note of these points these are very relevant points for many car users i think um, so a lot of times whenever such things happen we are kind of forced to or kind of think that okay let me start the car and uh, take it to safe call the repair guy I know and kind of but these are as he as Venkat is saying that these are the things that you shouldn't do. Uh, Venkat, are there any additional insurance covers or policies that uh, one can take with motor insurance so that the cash outflow from our pockets is minimized in these kind of situations? So there are many, we'll just highlight three here. The first of course is engine protection. Okay. This is slightly
0: expensive uh, in a way, but it'll be good, if, especially if you have a new car in place. Okay, it costs about two percent of the current market value of the car. Uh, mm. uh, therefore, might be a, a tad expensive, but it, it it's very helpful if you stay in a in a place or in an area that's li- likely to be uh, flooded, or there are likely to be rains. There uh, uh, there is poor infrastructure around, or it's always good to have uh, uh, the the engine covered because it will take care of any damage. Of course, here again, you shouldn't attempt starting. It's just that Mm. if if your car is completely submerged and your engine is uh, nearly gone, uh, the company might actually uh, replace the engine or take care of all repairs related to the engine and uh, they will honor all the claims. A point to notice, this, this is for a car that is less than five years old you okay. can't take it for uh, uh, older cars older cars because depreciation kicks in and so on so true, 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 uh, these are the, and uh, i and in each fall pol- i think over the policy term you can claim only twice you can't keep claiming engine protection uh, covers oh. all the way Achya, but like. but it's good to have it as, good to have as a as a backup or as a protection uh, especially for the first few years of your new car yes and more all new cars should uh, uh, ideally have an engine protection engine cover. protection the, yeah. the other thing is of course once you make claims in uh, as with other insurance covers there is no claim bonus in motor insurance also uh, as with health uh, insurance true so each year you don't you don't make any there's there are bonus points that you gain a percentage of your premium uh you mean, or yes, yes. Could, you could you could have more uh a higher some a proportion of higher sum assured uh, uh for your uh, in terms of uh no claim bonus mm. so, so if you take a no claim bonus protection cover mm. right it costs about five to ten percent of the insurance premium cost not, okay uh, okay uh you can have your entire no claim bonus retained so whatever you've accumulated over, over a period of time will still be uh, uh, maintained and mm. you will not lose your uh, new claim bonus. So in in if you don't have this, for example, you, you, you accumulated a certain amount of bonus over a period of time, you made a claim, all that is gone. Mm. So you will just have your base cover and have no uh, bonus claims. You'll have to start afresh. Mm. So, uh, uh, no no claim bonus protection cover ensures that you have a higher sum assured therefore so let's say over a 5 6 year period you actually hmm. have some 25 30% more as sum assured hmm. that means you will have to pay that much less from your pocket in case of uh, in case seven, of big... there, there are chances of more uh, uh, amount being settled by the insurance okay um. okay the third is zero depreciation hmm. so we all know that uh, uh, no, car is a depreciating asset and yes true uh, each there's a certain Certain value that's uh, produced from your uh, the, from the market value of the car. Hmm. If you so, and what happens with motor insurance is that if you we, we get only the depreciated value of parts that are damaged. Yes, place, correct, correct. And not the full value. Yes. So in case we have a zero depreciation cover, you'll still have the market value retained.
1: Hmm. So you'll
0: get the current value of the spare part. If you have a zero depreciation cover it's a bit more expensive than the uh, no claim bonus protection cover. it's about 15 to 20 percent of your insurance premium but okay. it might definitely be worth having uh, because especially uh, uh, you know if you have a car decide to have a car like let's say many people have it for like seven ten years and so hmm. on hmm. So beyond the fifth or sixth year i mean depreciation uh, can be as high as 30 40 even 50 percent in some cases yes so true. If you have a zero depreciation in that way you will have your full market value of uh, spare parts and uh, uh, and components therefore you will not have to fork out any uh, money from your pocket uh, for you know covering the addition depreciation stone so, so these are three additional riders that car owners can take along with their motor insurance cover hmm. uh, so that you know they have a good claim experience and uh, you know they don't have to uh, pay too much from their own pocket so these oh, are great. precautions and steps to
1: take and covers to add on for, for better experience. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. Uh, These were very, some of the most important factors I think car owners must take to protect their car. And as you said, have a good kind of claim experience. So that's it from us for this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at the hindubusinessline.com slash portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you. Thanks. God. Yeah.